Welcome to this week's Live From Rest podcast. I'm Steve Smith, the author of the Live From Rest app, and today I'm going to be playing you a recording that I made recently for this podcast with my incredible son, Joshua Luke Smith. Joshua is a musician, a poet, a church leader, and he has also become a very accomplished conference speaker. In addition to all that, he heads up an amazing artistic community called Orphan No More, which is putting out some truly wonderful worship music. I'll be giving you a link to that later. Today's message is the first in a two-part series on Sabbath, and I know you'll love what Joshua has to say. Joshua is part of the team that helps to develop the Live From Rest app. We created the app because we needed it, and we think you might need it too. If you haven't done so already, make sure that you go to the App Store or to Google Play Store and download it today. Discover meditation rooted in the way of Jesus and a life of peace with freedom from anxiety, worry and strife. So let's hear from Joshua using a recording made on Zoom. And Josh, today we're going to be um, exploring the whole subject of Sabbath. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. I'm excited to uh, yeah share some thoughts and musings and reflections on this idea of Sabbath with everyone today. Fantastic. Well, I think Sabbath is what Lift From Rest is all about. And Josh, just tell us tell us your thoughts. Yeah, wonderful. Well, um, my my journey with Sabbath has been uh, an accidental one, to be honest. Uh, my wife and I, Kara, we began um, a rhythm of Sabbath. And what I mean by Sabbath, I'll kind of break down a little more and explore in detail. But um, I'll begin by saying we, we, we started when we got married early on, we, we made sure that we always had a Saturday off. And um, most people do that. It's not, it's not a crazy, radical thing to do to take your weekend off. But as the years have gone on, um, I've realized as our life has become busier and more complex and uh, we've had more things happening from different angles, I've realized how this, this break in the week, um, this rhythm of having a moment in the week where we shut down or attempt to shut down um, from our work and busyness, how just life-altering and life-changing it has been. I say it's by accident because we did that without any real sort of theological or spiritual direction and more just out of... I think this will make our life a little better. And then recently, I've discovered the the biblical manifesto for Sabbath, um, the spiritual uh, manifesto for Sabbath, and realize that this Saturday that we have is far richer in its meaning and its purpose and its history than I ever could have imagined. And it has led me to have this much wider and I think I think deeper and richer view of what the Sabbath is. So just wanted to explore that a little bit. The, um, the Live From Rest app, um, as, as most of you know who use it, um, it creates space for us during our days, um, at different points in our, in our days, sometimes in the morning, sometimes in the evening, sometimes halfway through. It creates space for us to engage with a deeper story at work 
um, that's running through, coursing through, pulsing through every moment of the day. We shut down from different things that we're doing and we engage with this story of being um, that we're invited to embrace. The story of God's love for us, the story of God's heart and purpose for our lives. And in doing so, we find this centering and we find this rooting and this grounding that you can accomplish in five, ten minutes. It's really profound. Some of you will have used the, the shorts category on the meditation app, which is amazing because it's a couple of minutes and it creates this space in your day where you connect back to the heart of who you are. And that really is the point of the Sabbath. I'm going to read a, a scripture. It's from Exodus 20, uh, verse 8 to 11. And it says this, remember the Sabbath day, remember to keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work. But on the seventh day, it is a Sabbath to the Lord, your God. And on it you shall do no work, all your son, all your daughter, all your servants, all your livestock. In the six days God made heaven and earth, the sea and all that's in them, but he rested on the seventh. Therefore, the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and he made it holy. And this scripture really, really is the anchor point to the revelation on Sabbath that um, I've embraced and stepped into. And it comes down to the word right at the end of the scripture where it says the Sabbath day is holy. And the, the Hebrew word for holy there is Lakadesh. And it's used a couple of the times throughout the scriptures. And it, um, it's the same word used to describe the, the presence and the importance of a wedding day. It's, it's the announcement of this moment is sacred. Let us sanctify it. Keep the Sabbath day. Keep it holy. Sanctify this day. Set it apart. Separate it from every other day. And so we begin with this, this understanding that there should be a point in our lives that we separate as different to all the other days. And for many of you listening, you might think, well, yeah, I have a day off. You know, I have a day off so that I don't have to go to work and I can get some space and I can catch up on some sleep, can watch some Netflix, I can uh, hang out with friends. And that's good. It's important to create that week, that, that weekly rest and that margin. But I just want to explore the, the depth behind what it is when you sanctify a day and why we do it. Because the meaning is even richer than we first realized. To, to sanctify the day is to say what happens on this day is transformative in the same way what happens on a wedding day is transformative. There's certain actions that happen. There's words that are spoken. There's a celebration, but something happens in the spiritual realm that far transcends what happens in a physical realm. In the in the physical realm, it might be that we, you know, we sign some papers of marriage, we kiss, we have a celebration. In the spiritual realm, a covenantal relationship is formed. And on the Sabbath day, what we're recognizing is when we stop to sanctify a day, not just to take a day off work, but to sanctify a day, we receive a transformative work of God within our souls, within our hearts, within the very core of our being. This scripture is, is in the context, is given to the Israelites after they've left Egypt. They've been enslaved in Egypt for generations. And as one rabbi puts it, this scripture is given to them. This manifesto of the Sabbath is given to them because yes, they're out of Egypt, but it's time to get Egypt out of them. It's time to pull from them the mindset and the heart state of a slave, which by definition is, I walk, therefore I am. I serve, therefore I am. The Sabbath day is the day for the, for, for the Israelites to recognize you were not born 
to make bricks for Pharaoh. You were born to be enjoyed by God. And mm -hmm. during my process with the Sabbath, something that I really felt God say to me was, Josh, I didn't create you to be a tool in my belt like a workman. I created you to be the picture in a pocket of a father. I made wow. you to enjoy you. I made you to, to show you off just as the father speaks over Jesus at the beginning of his ministry, behold, this is my son who I love and in whom I'm truly proud. Upon him, my favor rests. The Sabbath day is the day of recognizing that truth um, that transcends all truth. So the, the reason it's different to or transcendent of a day off is the Sabbath isn't there so that we can rest from, from working so we can work more. The, the, the Sabbath is there so that we can make sense of why we work and where we work from. That's why the app is called what it is, Live mm. From Rest. We have a cycle in the world where we work and then we rest. And so we basically rest from work and we live for rest, if that makes sense. What we're saying is, no, no, we're called into a Sabbath lifestyle. When Jesus wrote, was risen from the dead, he announced the end of the curse over mankind, the end of the toil, the end of the slavery, the end of the cyclical need to prove ourselves by what we do and the opportunity to enjoy the rest of God. I, I'll finish with this. In, um, in Hebrews 4, the writer says, therefore, strive to enter the rest of God. And, and it's after he's spoken about the, the cycle that the Hebrews went on, the Israelites went on in, um, in disobedience and in missing the opportunity to step into the promises of God. So he says, strive to enter the rest of God, which sounds like um, kind of a paradox of strive to mm -hmm. rest. But it's what it is, is it, it's an urge and a command that we have to receive today. We live in a very busy, very distracted, um, constant, uh, constantly moving world. We have to receive the Sabbath as a resistance against that, that cycle. We have to receive it as a command, something that we must strive for. In doing so, we, we, we prioritize the day. We, we get rid of distractions. And so for me, just to be really practical, for me, that looks like doing things on a Saturday, which happens to be my Sabbath. It can be any day, mm -hmm. but on that day, I rest from working. I love what I do for a job. I'm a poet. I love, I love what I get to do, but I rest from working so that I can define myself as one loved by God in simply being. And, um, and so I'll, I'll spend that day. I'll, we'll always worship on that day. My wife and I will we'll spend some time, it might even be 10 minutes. Sometimes it's longer, but we'll exalt God. We'll spend mm -hmm. some time in prayer. We might spend time watching movies. We might go out for walks. We might spend time a little bit uh, of making a meal and taking a bit longer cooking the meal we'll do things that remind our souls that it's good to be alive just just for the enjoyment of god um i'll finish with this quote this is by abraham joshua herschel who's an amazing um jewish writer and academic and he wrote a book called sabbath and it, he says this there is a realm of time where the goal is not to have but to be not to own but to give not to control but to share not to subdue but be in accord. Life goes wrong when the control of space and the acquisition of space becomes the sole concern of our being. We have to remember we are not human doings. We are human beings. And the Sabbath is what reminds us of that. Wow. Josh, that, that's amazing. That's, that is <laughs> so good. I, I actually think, I recommend to anybody listening to this that um, 
if what you have heard has impressed you, you need to listen to that again. There were there were there was a whole lot of things that you said that I thought, wow. And one of the first things that um, I, I struck that struck me was was the use of the word rhythm, mm. and then and then you used the word lifestyle, and so, so many. Um, laws so, so many old testament laws are very easily disregarded by christians by, by christians who um consider maybe some of the stuff that's in the old testament perhaps to be you know old old-fashioned it's not it's no longer relevant or they may say well that's that's jewish law and we're no longer under the law so we don't have to keep the sabbath but um i i, I have this sort of feeling that some of the things that maybe are presented as laws are, are actually for us to be interpreted as as principles, and, and I love that word rhythm, and then lifestyle. That, that's yes. that's a great concept, Josh. Yeah, um, yeah. We should have a rhythm. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. Jesus says in um, in in Matthew eleven, um, "Come to me, you you who are heavy burdened and weary, and let me teach you." As Eugene Peterson puts it in the message, "Let me teach you the unforced rhythms of grace." So there's an yeah. invitation there in the New Testament to. Um, to embrace the rhythms of God. And Shelley Miller, who's an amazing author and writer on the Sabbath, she's written a book called Rhythms of Rest. And since mm-hmm. you brought it up, I'll just, I'll just tell you one quote from that book. She says, a life built upon Sabbath is contended because in rhythms of rest, we discover our time is full of the holiness of God. So the, the, the Sabbath is contended. The Sabbath is, it, it's, it's a real discipline. Because when we embrace those rhythms, we discover the full extent of God's holiness in our life. So, there, you know, when we understand these rhythms, we understand the fullness of God. And um, we know that there's a deceiver and a liar who doesn't mm-hmm. want us to fully embrace and appreciate all who God is. So the Sabbath is you saying, I am choosing to stand in the way of the fullness yeah. revealed in my life. Yeah, absolutely. And what you said just then, um, reminds me of, of the second thing that struck me in, when you were talking um, is that there's a spiritual dimension to a physical act, and I've, I've certainly I've thought that absolutely before with marriage. You know, marriage is a reflection of of God's relationship with man, um, and it's, it's and there's a spiritual dimension to to the union of two people. Um, and, and I thought that with communion, when we take bread and wine, it's a it's a physical act. But there's 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 a there's a there's a deep spiritual dimension that maybe we don't even half understand, and and I just thought, wow, there, there's a spiritual dimension to just being still, and um, and taking and taking Sabbath, where it's where if it's five minutes on a Monday morning, or whether it's a few hours on a Saturday, there's a spiritual dimension, isn't there, yes. to the physical act? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And we're, we're going to wind up soon because because you're going to do part two next week, aren't you? And we're going to um, you've got you've got some more to share. But just one more thing from that, that I know a lot of people will love and a lot of people need to hear. And if they need to hear it once. They need to hear it ten times. <laughs> and that is that we are not tools in God's. Um, what did you say? Not his pocket. His. Yeah, they, we're, they have we're, his not, we're not tools in the belt of a workman. We're pictures no. in the pocket of a father. Yeah, because I, I know a lot of people's concept of what they're here for is they're here to serve um that's my mission in life and yeah serving is part of what we're called to do but it's it's, it's secondary isn't it to, it is. to knowing to knowing god yeah and the hebrew scriptures reveal that you know in the creation this, this is one thing i love man was created the day before god rested so that man's mm. first experience of god would be a father at rest that that that's so beautiful wow. 
Yeah. So God <laughs> created a great thought. Yeah, God created man in the context of experiencing him at rest and then commissions him to go out into the world. But he creates man with a kiss and embraces him at rest. And that that is a picture of what we're called to live in, which I think is so so powerful. My goodness, Josh, that that's that's amazing. If if we said if 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 um if if our listeners remembered nothing else but that last thing you said, that would be tremendous. That yeah, we were created, and our first experience—the first experience of man—was to know the rest of God. Yes, brilliant. Well, um, this is a, a taste of what comes next week when we when you when you're going to share more about um, Sabbath. That's that's an exciting concept. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> Josh, just before before we wind this session up, do you want to just? Um, point our listeners to some links for, for your own work, for your, for your own music yeah. and poetry. Yeah, so um, yeah, I, I release music and poems, and if you just put joshualukesmith.com into um, yeah, into your, into into your computers or or Joshua Luke Smith on Instagram, you can find my work and what I do, and then Orphan No More, which is our creative community. If you just put orphannomore.co, that's our website or often no more on Instagram and you'll be able to find out what we're doing and, and hear the music we're releasing. And yeah, I would love, would love for you to, to get in touch and connect with us as we, as we continue about new work and, and more music. Wonderful. I trust you will have enjoyed that recording and I hope you will join us again for part two on Sabbath next week. If you've only just joined this Live From Rest podcast, do have a look at our previous recordings. Lucinda Smith, my wife, has shared a four-part series on rest. Some really helpful insights there, which I'm sure you'll find extremely valuable. If you're, if you're enjoying these podcasts, please do rate us uh, and give us reviews. Thank you so much for joining us, and we look forward to your company very soon. Thank you, and goodbye. <laughs>